Morning, church, and also to those in the hub. Well, um, today's scripture reading is taken from the first chapter in the Gospel of Luke, beginning from verse 26 to 38. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great, and you will be called the, and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary answered the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in a sixth month. For the, word of the, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. This is the word of the Lord. If you were to hear of news regarding a woman claiming to have a virgin birth right here in Singapore, what would be your initial response? I believe like you know, many of us, in fact you and me, will immediately put on a skepticism helmet. And some of us may say in our own Singaporean, Singaporean lingo, Xiao, you know, which means crazy, is it? And if this news were to be taken from Facebook or any other web portal, the, we will put on a very heavy suspicion and ask, is this from a satire site? You know, it is very hard to believe. In fact, it will be nearly impossible to convince another of a virgin birth. You know, that could ever take place in our modern society today, you know, with regards to the medical, even with regards to our medical and technological advancement. But think about it. When we compare this to Mary's society during her time, wouldn't it be harder for her? I believe it is so much more difficult for her. If it's so difficult now, it would be, be even harder for her to convince anyone, especially in a conservative society that she was living in. It must have been really frightening, really confusing, and perhaps disturbing for Mary. There was another important birth, which, led, which will lead to my first point, a tale of two babies or two births. You know, there's going to be a table that's going to be fleshed up. The next slide will be a table. So in my first point, we'll compare and look at both Zechariah's as well as Mary's story and accounts. Both stories happen to be at about the same time, with a gap of about six months in between. 
The table above provides you some help to refer to some similarities as well as differences in both accounts. Gabriel appeared to both Zechariah and Mary, and both were told not to be afraid. Perhaps both were very afraid. Both doubted their physical abilities. Zechariah said that, no, I'm too old, and my wife Elizabeth is barren. Mary said that she is a virgin. How can she be, how can she be uh, with child? Zechariah did not respond, but the angel Gabriel knew that Zechariah did not believe, and he was unable to talk after that. Mary was recorded as confused and disturbed. Perhaps she knew that she was carrying a child, or she was afraid of the uncertain events that that will happen soon. Zechariah became silent while Mary responded positively. John was filled with the Holy Spirit, while Jesus was, is conceived through the Holy Spirit. You know, when Mary visited Elizabeth, the baby John leaped with joy, and Elizabeth praised Mary as the mother of the Lord. Mary, however, did not praise Elizabeth. Mary, in return, praised God for the salvation that she and her people will receive through this event. After which, Zechariah wrote a prophecy and Mary wrote the Magnificat. In Zechariah's prophecy, it is a prophecy about Jesus. Only a small segment was dedicated to John. So, this table will show you one huge difference and the difference is this. Mary's yes. Mary said yes. But did Mary really say yes? And this is my second point. You know, just a moment ago, we read from the NLT version in verse 38. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Where is the yes? You can't find yes there. However, in the NET Bible version or New English translation, it has a very interesting translation and it states that, So Mary said, Yes, I am a servant of the Lord. Let this happen to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Greek word to the English word then or the NLT version which is respond can be interpreted as yes, However, it only appeared on two other occasions in the New Testament. There was another account from the Gospel according to Abby Jane Wells. She wrote, Just about everybody else tend to forget that it took a yes from Mary before God could send forth His Son. And if there is any truth to that, when the time had fully come, through the ages, but as far as we know, Mary was the first one to say an unqualified yes. When the, when the time had fully come, and the time had fully come, only because the woman Mary said yes. I would have to state first that I disagree with the definition of the yes implied by Abby James Wells, which placed too much weight and credit on Mary. In fact, almost to the position of divinity. However, I do agree with Mary James uh, in terms of the part where 
requires a response, a good positive yes from Mary. And it, and it began there. Trency Butler highlighted that the word favour, which was given to Mary by Gabriel, was charis. And charis in Greek means unmerited, undeserved grace from God. And God's grace can remove all fear. You know, although Mary is highly, this is the highly favoured one, the recipient of the, a special blessing from God, she had experienced God's undeserved, unmerited grace in a special way. But she is not divine. In the same way, when we receive God's grace through our Lord Jesus Christ, it is also unmerited and undeserved. It is all from Jesus and none from ourselves. Butler went on to highlight, though Mary had God's grace and presence in unique measure, but not in the measure that lifted her up for eternal praise and worship. Mary's blessings came from the holy baby whom she carried in her womb. The, blessing, the blessed child placed Mary in the position of blessings and not the other way around, not vice versa. Okay? It is the Lord Jesus that blessed Mary. Hence, Jesus placed Mary in the position of blessings, not to the position of divinity. However, Mary's yes, you know, may not be a convicted yes, you know, that we romanticize about. Yes, I will do it. Yes, let's go save the world. Yes, I'll be the mother of Jesus. Or like Peter who said yes to Jesus and said that he will lay down his life, but only to deny Jesus later. What was Mary going through? Perhaps this song can help us to understand better. And it goes this way. To a maiden gage to Joseph, the angel Gabriel came. Fear not, the angel told her, I come to bring good news. Good news I come to tell you, good news I say, good news. For you are highly favoured by God the Lord of all, who even now is with you. You are honoured, most blessed, you are most blessed, most blessed. God chose you, you are blessed. But Mary was most disturbed to hear the angel's word. What was the angel saying? It troubled her to hear, to hear the angel's message. It troubled her to hear. Fear not, for God is with you, and you shall bear a child. His name shall be called Jesus, God's offspring from on high, and he shall reign forever, forever reign on high. How shall this be, said Mary? I am not yet a wife. The angel answered quickly, The power of the Most High, will come upon you shortly, your child will be God's child. 
As Mary heard the angel, she wondered at his words. Behold, I am your handmaid. She said unto her God, So be it, I am ready according to your word. Mary's responded. <laughs> What did, Mary, what did Mary say yes to? What did she say yes to? You know, Mary has responded, I am the Lord's servant. She said yes, that she is a servant of the Lord, a handmaid, as what mentioned in the song earlier. She understood her role. She understood her position. She understood that she has an important role to play. What about us? Do we understand our role? Do we understand the position that God has placed in us? Remember what I preached the last, last month on our position, our role that God has given us. You know, Mary referred herself as the Lord's slave girl. You know, this is an acknowledgement of God's sovereignty. It is not degrading herself. It is not lowering herself. But by lowering herself, she has actually elevated God. So by lowering herself, God is seen and magnified and God is elevated. This is what Mary was doing when she said that, I am your slave. Though Mary responded humbly and positively, but let us be reminded that Mary was also confused and disturbed and troubled. In fact, just a moment ago, after hearing the good news from Gabriel, she was still struggling she was still human. And it is normal for her to have such emotions. It is normal for her to struggle in such a manner. If Mary wasn't that convicted, yes! She wasn't giving that convicted and assured, asserted yes, then what was the kind of yes Mary was giving? In verse 38b, it states, May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Dr. John B. MacDonald provided some interesting argument. He stated that the Greek word to me everything is in the middle voice suggesting cooperation, not passivity. The optative mood indicates possibility, not certainty. So what I'm trying to say here is this, that Mary was willing to cooperate Though she was confused and troubled, she was willing to explore the possibility and submit to the will of God. She wasn't sure of herself, she wants to, but she wants to step forward and trust in the Lord. She struggled. Doesn't that sound very familiar? Sometimes when we say yes to God, we may, not, we may still be struggling to accept the entire or full story. And all we need at the beginning is that willingness, that willingness to cooperate with God and a willingness to explore with God. Though, although we may still harbor some, some uncertainties. But let me assure you this. As we go along, we will struggle in our journey. But remember that as we struggle along, God will provide not only assistance, but assurance. 
And my next point is the assurance before and after the yes. Assurance were given even before Mary said yes. Angel Gabriel used language that indicate, indicated the incident will come to pass. In fact, in the NLT version, there were 12, it mentioned 12 times from verse 26 to 38. The will part. And for instance, in verse 31, it says that you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. For the word of God will never fail. Wow, 12 times. But how was this even an assurance? You know that some even suggested that this provided this uh, that this provided Mary with no options to choose. However, knowing how difficult it was just to convince someone about the virgin birth. When Mary received this, this is actually good news. In fact, this is actually great news. It may even be a, a relief for Mary to hear this from Gabriel because it is, a, it is an assurance from God. It is, a, it is an assurance that will come to pass. It is an assurance that will happen because it came from God Himself. What about the assurance after the yes, it came through a person named Elizabeth, her relative. Another exciting story that we're going to hear about, and it states, A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. He entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honoured that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what He said. Even after providing a yes, you now we sometimes need assurance from time to time to help us. God provided, you know, for Mary, the assurance in the form of Elizabeth, someone who Mary knew very well, someone who Mary could trust and someone who Mary could share, you know, and could be comforted. And you know what? Mary stayed with Elizabeth for three whole months three whole months. That's a very long time. Elizabeth's conception was also beyond normal human power. Gabriel disclosed Elizabeth's Elizabeth pregnancy as a sharing sign for Mary or to Mary of what God's creative power can do. What a way to assure Mary. What a way. Perhaps the best way to assure Mary was with another person 
who was also experiencing a similar type of miracle. And that may be the purpose why both pregnancy were so close and John's birth was slightly earlier as John himself was supposed to prepare the way for Jesus. What exciting news! Miraculous birth. Two, two miraculous births at the same time. We may not be caught to carry similar extraordinary events like Mary. But let me tell you this, we will be caught to be faithful, to be faithful to God. It's not going to be easy. We may not give the assertive, yes! However, like Mary, what is sufficient perhaps is a willingness to cooperate, that willingness you know, to walk with God, that willingness to step forward and continue trusting in God. We will struggle with what that's going to happen to us in our lives. But let me share with you, with difficulties, with trials, with struggles, we will grow in our faith. Fear not. God is with us and will provide assurance to encourage us. The trials may not be reduced or removed, but God will lift us up. This Advent, as we remember the virgin birth, as Mary said, yes to acknowledging the role God has given her, let us also remember that God is still the source, the giver of our life, the giver of many lives, in fact. Let us remember to glorify Him and rejoice in the presence and action of God. Mary mentioned all this in the Magnificat. Mary's yes also led to Joseph's yes. Although Joseph did not reply yes, you know, literally, he simply responded by doing what the angel of the Lord had commanded him to do after he woke up. Mary's yes led to Joseph's yes. And together, both of them helped many other yeses. In fact, it helped many other people to understand and to receive our Lord Jesus into their lives. Our yes is truly important. You may think that our yes is of little significance, but let me tell you this. The little yes that we say in our lives, whether is it subtle or whether is it just trying out or willingness to try it out, those yes will draw others to say that yes to Jesus. If you have not received Jesus into your life, are you willing to say that first yes to be from your, of your family that you want to believe in Jesus? For the rest of us who are really believers, are we willing to say that yes, that we will serve the Lord, we will be slave for the Lord, we will submit ourselves to the Lord for the role that He has given us? Are we ready to say those yes? I believe that God is in our hearts. It's real. He lives inside us. We need to acknowledge Him. We need to trust in Him. And our actions will determine how we respond to Him.
It's not going to be easy. Our yes may not be assertive. Yes, it may just be a cooperative. Yes, a willingness to try. But that is enough. As long as we are willing to walk with God. Shall we pray? Our Father, give us the faith to believe that it is possible for us to live victoriously even in the midst of dangerous opportunities that we call crisis. Bless us with the greatness of humility that we feel no shame in expressing our need of a living God. Plant a seed of faith in us today and nurture it so that we may grow. Then trusting in you that we have faith in that all things will work together, work well together because you live in us and because that we love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.